so happy to, this is a come in, the little lady was on a stretcher last night, was coming in, so I was very happy for that, but she was better tonight. I'm so thankful that our Lord has done this for her. It's a little cool tonight for you to sit out here, so I won't speak to you. Brother Baxter's done that part. I'll start to praying for the sick right away. May the Lord bless you all. I want to read a little scripture found in St. John, the second chapter. And the third day there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there, and both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said unto him, They have no wine. Jesus said unto her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. His mother said unto the servants, Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. I want to put emphasis on that word. Whatever he says to you, do it. That's a marvelous thing, isn't it? Whatever he says, then do it. And here's what he said in his word. He said, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe you receive it, you shall have it. That's what we must do, isn't it? And now, <clears throat> I just pray tonight that something will take place here in the meeting tonight that will cause every heart to love the Lord more. And all you people, I have seen much larger crowds and so forth of people, but I've never seen any nicer people and responsive people. And I'm praying to God that through the battles that I know that you've had, uh, coming along this way, it's rugged, but it's the blessed way, isn't it? I just... If, you, if there's no battle, then there's no victory. But you've got to have a battle to have victory. If it's just given to you, it wouldn't be, wouldn't be no, wouldn't be a victory. But he that overcometh is the one who has the victory. So Jesus came to the earth. He had a battle. He won the victory. And tonight we have a battle. And with Christ, we can have the victory. Now the Lord bless you. And that right away we'll start calling the sick and praying. I won't take very much time tonight because it's cool out here, out in the children and sick people sitting around. So we'll just bow our heads now for a word of prayer. Now, our Father, we come to you as your humble servants. We come with great feeling of sympathy for the people. The sick, some of them sitting covered in blankets. Maybe some of them will not live very long if you don't help them. And I pray, God, that you will not disappoint anyone tonight. May this effort they put forth to come out here to be prayed for 
May your Holy Spirit just get right down tonight and bring great faith to their hearts that they can see the, the already provided way for them out. You've made a way, then may the map, the blueprint, be shown clearly tonight, Father, to all the needy. Bless the city. Bless all the ministers. Bless its officials everywhere. Help all. Bless these ministers, Lord, that's cooperating here in the meeting. All the people that's come from many miles to gather in to serve you. Bless all those who are helping in every way. And then last, Lord, remember me as I minister in thy name. And may something be done tonight that will cause people just to love you more than ever before. And we know that faith accompanies love. And may the love of our Father just be so great till faith will just rise and mount up as an eagle. And may they fly away from all the sickness and fears and scares of this world. And be alone with Jesus, and may his power be there to heal them. For we ask that in his name. Amen. I have, 20 years ago, as a boy, I found Jesus Christ dear to my heart as a Savior. I've loved him ever since. I went through many hard struggles, as all of you know, know of my life. Life hasn't been a flower bed of ease for me. It's been one struggle after another. I remember one day after my, I lost my wife, my baby, my father and brother. Wife and baby died a few hours apart. I was going walking up the road, a pair of boots on, is right at the 37 flood. A state senator of Indiana, which is a minute, uh, Mr. Eisler, which is a member of my church, he, I was going along crying. He drove up in his car and stopped, jumped out, and put his arm around me and said, Billy? I said, yes, Mr. Eisler. He said, what do you think about him now? I said, I love him. I said, I couldn't do nothing else but love him. My whole makeup has become part of him. See? And I said, I couldn't do... I said, after he took your wife and baby? I said, no matter what he would do, if he'd turn me down at the judgment and say I wasn't worthy to enter in, he's right. And if there is such a thing as in hell having love... I'd still love him there for what he's been for me. If he turns me down, he's still righteous. I deserve it. All of us deserve it. His words are true. I believe in divine healing because there's in my heart, I believe that God is here tonight, as I say, just as this light is here, just as real as the light. The, the power of God is on every person just as much as the light is. Uh, we take those lights. We wonder here, did you know most people who believe in divine healing and the powers of God are considered fanatics? They've always been. And so I think sometimes looking at that light, I think of that light, them light electric has been in the world ever since it was the world when God created the electric was here. But they didn't know nothing about it just a few years ago. But there was a man one time began to see the lightning flash, and he thought, well, there's something to that. There's a power there. And he took a, a key on a kite tail and flying around, and Benjamin Franklin, after a while, he, he caught the electric, come down the, the wire and hit in the bottle, and he caught the electricity, 
He began to scream, I got it, I got it. He didn't know what he had, but I think that's just maybe like a whole lot of us when we find Christ. We're saying, I got it, I got it. That's about as much as we know about it. But there come a fellow along by the name of Thomas Edison. He thought that it made a flash, so if that flash would follow a wire, it would help mankind. It would help do something. It would embedder. God put it here, so it would embedder mankind. So he said it would light. The people thought he was crazy, but he wasn't. He, through criticism and everything, he said tireless hours of the cup of coffee and a sandwich. And he tried tens of thousands of wires. Finally, after a while, he found a wire that would make it light. Now, electricity is common. If I went and turned the switch on and the lights didn't come on, I wouldn't say there was no such a thing as electricity. I'd say the wires was crossed up somewhere. Well, if I pray for somebody, we don't get healed. Why? There is no such a thing as divine healing. That's wrong. Our wires are crossed up somewhere, see, because God is a healer. Now, the Bible says he was a healer. He says he's still the healer. He always will be the healer of our sickness. He's Jehovah Rapha. He's Jehovah Manassas. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's, he's all the redemptive names of Jehovah was placed in Jesus. He's our Savior, our buckler, our shield, our healer. The same yesterday, today, and forever. And he's here tonight. And as the David said, when the deep is calling to the deep. If there's a call in my heart calling for a deep, calling in here, there's got to be a deep to respond to it, isn't there? In other words, as many times have I said, before there was a fin on a fish's back, there had to be a water first for him to use that fin, or he wouldn't have had no fin. And if there's a before there was a tree to grow in the earth, there had to be an earth first or there'd be no tree to grow in the earth. Here some time ago, I've I seen where the, a little baby, a little boy, he is eating the racers off of pencils and he eats a pedal off of a bicycle and they tuck him in and examine the little fellow and come to find out he, he needed some, uh, I believe sulfur that was in the rubber. His little body was craving sulfur. Now the little boy was taken out of the earth. All of us come from the earth. And in the earth is sulfur. And as sure as there's something in here calling for sulfur, there's got to be a sulfur to respond to it, or there would be no call in here. See what I mean? And how many in here believes in divine healing? Now look, if you were the only group in the world that believed in divine healing, or if I stood alone or you stood alone believing in divine healing, before there can be a creation in the heart, our creation, there has to be a creator to create that creation. Is that right? And if there is a hunger in our heart to be healed by God, there's got to be a fountain open somewhere. Amen. Just got to be. The deep calls to the deep. Why are you sitting out here over this cold concrete tonight? Why are you wrapped in blankets, sitting around waiting? A little group of people, maybe come from different parts of the country, because you believe. There's something in you that calls. There's a... How many would like a closer walk with God? All of us. Well, sure, there's more of God to find. When Martin Luther, on the first Reformation, they said, The just shall live by faith. There was a man rose up by the name of Wesley that believed there was a new birth. So he just moved on. And when the people began to hunger for more of God, there's always been more of God. And when the Wesleyans begin to settle down, then upraised Pentecost. 
And now as they're settling down, upraise something else. Constantly, as the deep calls, the deep will respond. Is that right? Deep calling to the deep. Now, what he says, you do. No matter what he says, you believe him. Do what he says, and God will bring it to pass. Now, perfect faith, just like perfect love, casts out all fear, all doubting. If you believe it, no matter what the symptoms are, what the results, you believe it just the same. Do you ever have something you just knew was going to happen? No matter what it looked like, it might not happen, but it's going to happen anyhow because you believe it that way. Now, when Jesus says anything, his word is a seed, and every seed will bring forth of its kind. If it's a seed of promise for your salvation, it'll work salvation. If it's for healing, it'll work for healing. If it's for joy, peace, anything that you have need of, all them redemptive blessings is in Christ. And he's sitting tonight as the high priest of your confession, Hebrews 3.1, sitting at the right hand of his majesty in heaven to make intercessions upon your confession. Now, before you can be saved, I hear many times say, oh, it hit me in the face like a rushing mighty wind. Well, that might be right. But that wasn't why you were saved. You were saved because you believed. No matter what other experience went with it, first thing you had to believe. And if you didn't feel anything, Jesus never did ask people, did they feel it? It isn't by feeling, it's by faith. So you believe it. And you get up from there and something in your heart tells you you're saved. You go out and you tell people, I'm saved. You confess you're saved. You believe you're saved. You act like you're saved. And it works salvation. After a while, the whole world knows that you're, or your associates knows that you're saved. Because you believe you're saved. But the moment that you think that you're not saved and quit testifying of being saved, you go right back down into the same rut. Is that right? Why? He can't do nothing for you because he's a high priest of your confession. Now, he's a high priest of your confession. He was wounded for your transgressions. With his stripes, you were healed. Now, when you accept your healing, not here at the platform, right where you're sitting in your seat, and say, Lord, I truly believe that your word is the truth, and I now accept you as my healer. If you can believe that in your heart, if you can really believe it, then all doubt passes away. I find here at the platform, about 95% of the people, excuse me, may I change that, 99% of the people has hope instead of faith. Well, say, i got all faith, Brother Branham. Well, what are you doing here then? See, your works prove it. See, now, faith knows no defeat. Faith is perfect. Hope, you say, well, I, I believe there is. I, I'm hoping for that thing. But ho faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So when you believe it, then you go out, you say, I'm healed. Because in your heart you believe it. Then you act like it. Confess it to others and tell people. And it just works healing just the same as it does salvation. You understand that now? Whatever he says to do, do it. Now, on the platform when the Holy Spirit is speaking, and he's speaking through mortal lips, he always does. I believe these are ministers behind me. And, brethren, you never preached a sermon in your life. The Holy Spirit preached through you a sermon. That's right, see. Yeah, see, we don't preach. The Holy Spirit does the speaking. Or we might write out something and read it, but that, that isn't preaching. Preaching is when inspiration comes. And, see, and it's preached by inspiration, and the Holy Spirit gives the unction, 
Now, we can read something and it just doesn't matter, but when the Holy Spirit gets a hold of it and takes it out to the people, then something takes a hold. See? And that's the Holy Spirit. That's not your pastor preaching. That's the Holy Spirit preaching in your pastor. Now, to you, giving the message. Well, then, somebody speaks under inspiration. That he doesn't know what he's saying. Another man interprets under inspiration and directs the message straight to someone and tells them where they're troubled, what's happened, and different things to do. That's all inspiration. It's the Holy Spirit. Then he, he sends those gifts into the church. Pastor, preacher, teaching, apostles, prophets, and all those things are gifts of God that goes together for the perfecting of the church or the saints. And all is one big unit of God. No matter whether we belong to this church or that church or that church, as long as we're born of the Spirit of God, we're sons and daughters of God. Isn't that wonderful? Wouldn't it be nice tonight if all Christians could see that? Wouldn't, that, wouldn't we have a revival? Not long ago, talking to a little chaplain. He was in the army over in Korea, not Korea, but in, during the time of the last war in Japan. And he came out, he said they'd captured him and they'd taken him in and he was... He, he said he was starving to death. He just had some old moldy bread and said, he just stood out and raised up his hands and just began to praise the Lord. He said, Lord, I got three little kitties at home and wife said, but it looks like I'm going to come, go to heaven from here. He said, if you want me to come from here, let your will be done. And said he happened to notice in a little sentry walking around a barbed fence. He said he kept watching him. He thought, that man wants to speak to me. He walked over there and the little fellow passed by. He looked over and said, you Christian? I said, yes. I said, me Christian too. <laughs> now, if that'll make um, one American and one Jap be brothers, now if that Jap could do what he wanted to do, he'd let his Christian brother out of there. See? And in Russia, when I was in Finland, when the little boy was raised in the dead there, and the thousands come swarming across Russians and all. And when those Russians come across the border, they'd catch those fins, and you know they're each other's neck all the time. And it throw their arms around one another and hug one another and cry and, and hold their hands up in the air and praise God. If the kingdom of God in a man's heart will make a Russian and a Finn put their arm around one another and hug one another and call each other brother, it'll make all nations in the world do the same thing. That's the problem. And now the pitiful part of it is, look at the churches even who profess to be Christians. That's the pity. Let us, I like this poem, Tell me not in mournful numbers that life is just an empty dream. The soul is dead that slumbers and things are not what they seem. Yet life is real and life is earnest. The grave is not its goal. Dust thou art to dust returnest is not spoken of the soul. Lives of great men all remind us and we can make our lives sublime with partings leave behind us footprints on the sands of time. Footprints that perhaps another sailing over life's solemn main when a forelong and shipwrecked brother seeing shall take heart again. Is that right? And be not like dumb driven cattle. Be a hero in the strife. If we are real Christians, if we are born again, if we love Christ, if we love His church, if we are here tonight seeking His kingdom, seeking His power, let's take faith and do what He says do. Let's do what He says. He's doing His part and more. Don't you think so? If it be you or I, if I wrote it in a letter to someone and they still wouldn't believe it, well, I don't know whether I'd have much patience after that or not. But He does. He does. He sends his pastors to preach it. He sends his message. He sends his prophets. He sends everything. And still, people walk away and spurn his love and disbelieve it. Isn't that right? Let's pray now again. Father, receive us tonight in the love of thy Son. 
we come to you as humble people. We come confessing that we're unworthy, and we ask that you'll be with us. God, be merciful to these poor, sick, needy people. And may this night prove to be a great blessing to all. And Father, when I think of how that you ever stooped down to pick up a poor lost sinner like myself, and by the grace of, of God, now I am your child. Many others in here, Lord, feel the same way tonight. And we're here just breathing because you let us breathe. Your great spirit moving through this building like the air that's circulating over here. As I was speaking a few moments ago, Father, concerning electricity, as how that Mr. Edison hunted day and night to try to find that wire that would pack it, the current. All these years, Lord, the only war that I find that'll pack this current of healing, and I believe it's here tonight, enough power of God right here in this building tonight, or in this stadium, to heal every sick person. Yea, Lord, more. To do all manners of works. And the only war that I know is love and faith. My Father cannot lie. I love Him, and I have faith in Him. I pray, God, through Jesus' name, that you will help every person here to receive you and to believe you and be healed this night. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord bless you. All right. What cards did you get? You just be reverent. And I, I know it's when the people are uncomfortable, you see, cool and cold, it's hard. We've... Many times I've stood when you almost have to hold your hands like this and the rain is splattering in your face and everything and the storms and things that serving the Lord and still that's not what our fathers went through, is it? <laughs> so we just be reverent a few moments. Now, here is a lady standing before me and I, I've never seen her, I don't think, in my life. I don't know you. So, if anything could be done to help her, I'd be glad to do it. But the only thing that I could do would be point her to Jesus Christ, who has brought her help already. I trust tonight, by God's grace, that he will help her. And may he grant his blessings to her is my sincere and humble prayer. And you just be in silent prayer out there for me as I speak to the lady just a few moments. And maybe the Lord will grant. Now, how many believe... That Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is His presence is everywhere. And you believe that a sparrow could not even fall in the street without God knowing it. Do you believe that? Then He's He's bound to be here. See? For His children are gathered together and praying, seeking. Now, if He should come into our midst, then He would manifest Himself like He did in days gone by. Is that right? Now, then if he would, it's like the woman at the well. I'd have to talk to the woman just a little bit. Uh, he would maybe direct me to something. He might not say one thing to anybody. I do not know. That would be up to God. God knows I do not. I just want, to, I just want you to answer me, lady. As I, I talk to you as my sister, which you are a Christian. I, 
I don't know you, know nothing of you. God knows this is the first time I've ever seen you as far as I know of And you just come out there in the, somewhere and picked up a prayer card and come up here on the platform. But God has known you ever since you were born. He knows all about you. All you ever eat, He gave to you. He gives you the air you breathe. Isn't that right? And if there's anything can be done for you, he'll have to do it. Unless, if it's something, I don't know what's your trouble, and I, I, I don't know nothing about you. But if it's just whatever it is, why, God will surely reveal it. I believe he will. But you're... You've got some trouble that's ready for surgery. Isn't that right? I seen you on. Um, something happened then when I said that then. I seen you in that office and seen what he told you. Can I speak to you just a minute away from this microphone? know that except Almighty God. I've never seen the woman in my life. The Holy Spirit stood here and showed just exactly. How many? Does anybody know this woman? All right. It's fine. Is that the truth, lady? Everybody has the truth. If it is, raise up your hands so the people see. Yes. Now, the Bible said when he, the Holy Ghost, has come, he will bring these things to your memories and will show you things to come. Is that right? The Holy Spirit of God. That ought to make every person in here know that Jesus Christ is here tonight. Is that true? Now, sister, may the Lord bless you. I trust that you won't have to have surgery. But if you do have to have it, may the Lord help you and bless the doctor that operates. Come here just a moment for you to receive. Uh, I could only, as a believer, lay hands on you. You're nervous and upset, of course. That'd make anyone nervous. But I, I think there's no need of being nervous. I don't think there's any need of that. I think you're going to live a long time yet. Let's just pray a moment. Now, would you bow your head? The woman's in serious condition. Our Heavenly Father, as this, your child, stands here tonight, just pacing yonder, seeing a vision break forth here and pull right into the room where she was at, seen the man, told her who they were, how they were, how you know these things, Lord, and can bring them right down and reveal the very thoughts and the things that's passed. Oh, Christ, we're so unworthy. But this poor sister, my sister, your child, I'm standing here with my hands laid upon her, Lord, and asking for divine mercy and help. Won't you grant it to her? Now, great angel of God, if you're here close enough to her, to know her heart and to know things that's happened down in her life, and you can bring him right out before her here, oh, God, surely, I pray that her faith will mount up and she'll go and be made completely whole. Hear the prayer of your servant. In Jesus Christ's name, I ask it. Amen. God bless you, sister. I want to hear from you in a few days and see what's happening with you. Now, look, don't doubt at all. Just go rejoicing. Now, everyone that's here that had one bit of skeptic about you at all, 
or to accept Jesus Christ as your Savior. Because unbelief is sin. Now, I do not... Now, see, I couldn't heal the woman. I believe the woman's going to be all right. It just turned light around where she was at, and I believe the woman's going to be well. Now, be reverent. And let's see, this is the little lady here. Are you the patient that's coming? And you'll be going... Now, what is your conception of Jesus Christ? Do you believe today that he is the same as he was in the days gone by? You do. Well, he is, sister. No matter what the world has to say about it, that just doesn't... You couldn't expect to live in, in in love with a holy God and live in an indifferent world like this and be with friends with the world, could you? You couldn't do it. And God couldn't be just and pour out his wrath upon his judgment upon a justified people. They have to get in the condition they are today before judgment can come. And this is all working right into the hand of God. I'm just wanting to talk to you. See, that's the reason I'm saying this. All working right to the to the hand of the of God. And although Satan has the people of this world bound, but yet it's playing right into what God said would be. So it just has to be. Just like Pharaoh, and it's just the same. But our Lord is lovely to us. And aren't you thankful that you found Him as your Savior and loving like that? And got in you now the hope of eternal Amen. life that someday when this body's passed Amen. into the dust, Amen. you'll Amen. live on. That's right. And someday you'll raise up again right. a young woman. Yes, ma'am, you will. I, that's God's Word. That you'll come back and what you was when you was about 21, 22 years old, you'll be forever. You won't come back an angel now. God made angels, but He made you a woman. See, And you resurrection is... Bring it up. Not put something in its place. Make something like it. But bring the same one up. See, So you'll be... I'm just talking to you to find out... If you're Like our master was talking at the well to the woman. You understand? You read it. You have had an operation, haven't you? Yes. The rectal trouble. Is that true? That's right. You're suffering now with something else. Gallstones. And the kidney trouble. Then also, you... Yes, ma'am. Is that truth? I'd say that's the truth, isn't it? Yes, sir. Well, now, let's let's just you and I talk just a little bit again, see? Um, When you started saying something, when I was telling you about what was your trouble, I was just watching it pass by, and just as it was speaking to me, I was speaking, and you spoke up and said something just before it got to it. Maybe he'll show me something else. And then, so it would bring your faith, you see, to a spot. I, I want you to be well. I, I want you to be well. And I, sure. there's nothing I can do. Of course, I see you're wearing glasses over your eyes. The audience can see that. Mm-hmm. If I'd say, there's such a crippled man over there, well, they'd, <laughs> that, sure, there's no secret about that. Everybody looks and sees it. That boy's crippled. But, see, but you're looking well and healthy. Do you believe me to be his servant? God's prophet. I do. You believe that truly God is sure revealing these things to me? I sure do. Thank you, sister. I believe you believe that yes, with all your heart. I yes. believe you it. Here's another thing. You've got a husband that's sick, haven't you? Yes. Doesn't he have a heart trouble? Yes. Isn't that right? That's right. Raise your hand. That's what the doctor That's right. Lord. That's all I have both of you go home and get well in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank God. And go. Yeah. And 
everyone be real reverent. See, uh, what the woman, uh, sometimes it's, I've never been able in this meeting to get right into the anointing like it should be. This sways the audience. But what it was, I was trying to find something. The lady was talking and, and was ahead of me, you see, and I was trying to get to the things just as it was speaking, and she was speaking out. As you talk longer, of course, more things take place. We, we know that. The Lord bless is my sincere and humble prayer. How do you do, lady? Do you believe that you're standing under this uh, canopy of the heavens tonight, that God who made those stars to shine out or looks down upon you? Do you believe that we are in his program today when we're trying to help the needy everywhere? Do you believe that he's started a, a move today like it was in the days of Noah while people are marrying and giving in marriage and dressing immorally and acting the way they're doing? Do you believe that he's got a, a, a message going forth today that's criticized and made fun of just exactly like it was then? That's what he said would be. A very shrewd indication that we're living near the end, isn't it? Do you, uh, you believe that God is here to make you well? You do. If, are we, we're strangers, aren't we? I don't, I don't know you. But I'm, I'm talking to you just to see if something might be done. It, um, you live here, do you? Uh, yes, ma'am. All right. Then if this is our first time ever meeting here on earth, the first time we've met or saw each other here on earth. Now, you're Christian, I know. Now, here's a woman that's a Christian from another city. And before Almighty God, who is our judge tonight, I've never seen the woman in my life, and she's never seen me as far as we ever know. We're perfect strangers. She just come up here on the platform. All right? Now, if the Holy Spirit, if I have spoken the truth about God... And Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and forever, he could not heal. He only done what the Father showed him. But the people, he knowed their hearts and knowed what they were thinking about. And what, is that right? And what they had done. See? Well, wouldn't that indicate if he would speak to this woman, you're my, my sister, and something of her life. I don't know what it would be. I don't know her. But something of her life. Wouldn't it be a, a direct Indication that he's here tonight? Wouldn't that be just exactly direct? And you know, I'm just a man like the rest of you. But what I'm trying to get you, church, if this little group, if God brings out the blessing that people go to coming, if you really settle down and understand, then you'll know how to direct the others, you see. And when the anointing begins to sweep through the building, then you'll know how to take care of the rest of them when you hear people talking, you see. Maybe just newcomers that wouldn't understand. Now, the woman being a Christian, and here we both stand before Almighty God, His Bible laying here, Him looking at us. We know nothing of each other. We're just standing here. Now, God knows both of us, doesn't He? He knows us both. Our names are written on His book. Now, the Holy Spirit would speak through here to our sister. Then there would be no room at all for us to doubt anymore, would it? We just have to say it's, it's true. I want to talk to her just a moment. And now, Sister Dears, I was speaking to you a few moments ago. I, 
I want to continue to talk to you just for a moment. Now, you've read your Bible perhaps many times, and you see how he would speak. One time he said to Peter, they wanted to get some, pay some tribute money. He said, now you go to drop a hook in the water and pull out the first fish, and there's a, a coin in his mouth. Uh, I just wonder how that took place. What, what dimension did he get into, it? we call it, that caused that? Now, he explained it himself. He said, the Father showed him. That's right. Now, poor Fish didn't know. He just went up there and took hold of the hook because God directed him up there and God already told him that he was coming. See? He said, I do nothing. The Father shows. See? Now, our Father still is the same God tonight, isn't he? We're still his sons and daughters. And through the grace of his only begotten Son, we are made his sons and daughters and his Spirit was to be with us, in us, doing the same things until he comes again, carrying on his program. Isn't that wonderful? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. You're, you have um, quite a bit of trouble. It's a, it's a kidney trouble and a bladder affair. Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. And listen, there's something you're a little alarmed about. These whelps come out on you all the time. Isn't that right? I see you scratching them and rubbing them and things like that. That's a hive, like which is nothing but just cause my acid condition out of your kidneys. That's right. I know she's especially in the morning. Sometimes they get pretty rank. Yeah. And isn't that right? Yeah. I see you a dish pan or, di- or dish something there by a dish, and you turn around with rubbing from. I knew it was at the morning time. You see. Yeah. And, yes. Every time you put your hands around the water, why it goes to affecting you. Yes. Isn't that wonderful? He'd tell you that. Is that the truth? Yes. Now, if that's the truth, turn around that audience with your hand up and say, that's the truth. That's See? the truth. Every word. Now, you heard me sit, talking, didn't you? Yes. But that wasn't me. Yes. No, that was Say, you, you, you're, you also, I see a man appear by you. It's your husband. He's also in need of healing too, isn't he? Yes, isn't that a rupture? Yes. Is that right? Is that right? Raise your hand. Yes, <laughs> Our Heavenly Father, I pray for them both. That you'll send this woman from here tonight, and may she go home, and both she and her husband be well and live many happy years. Cursed be the disease and afflictions of their body, and may your great spirit heal them both. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. God bless you, sister. Let's say, praise be to God. Praise be to God. God is, the word God means object of worship. See? And God wants to be worshipped. Jesus said, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in what? Spirit and in truth. Truth. What is truth? He said, I am the truth. And here he is tonight in our midst being truth. The spirit vindicating his presence. He's both spirit and truth. The woman says, that's the truth. The man says, that's the truth then that is true. You have no right to doubt. Oh, isn't he wonderful? All right. Would you come? Now, if you'd be just as reverent as you possibly can while we're praying, I know I'm taking a little too much time with each person, but I'm, I'll start hurrying up to get as many prayed for as I can. If you'd be just... Time gets away. It's almost five minutes of closing time, so... Now, be real reverent now, and just look this away and pray for me. Pray for me. I'm your brother. Now, 
<clears throat> you can be healed out there if you just believe. Just keep believing. And now, have faith in God. How do you do, my sister? Do you believe now with all your heart? You do. Well, I'm so happy to know that. You have many things wrong with you. Nema, asthma, you just broke down. Isn't that right? All just a, a, a rundown and complications. Isn't that true? That's what he said anyhow. Let's come here just a moment. God bless you, my sister. Oh, Father, as this poor little old hand lays over here in mine, know that maybe it's stroked back the, the tears from a many crying baby's eyes, rocked the cradle. Maybe in the younger days, a little baby would get hurt and come, mother, and you'd kiss away the tears and rock them away and it'd be all right. But God, it'll take your hand to wipe the tear tonight and to rock away the thing. But thou can do it, Lord. I pray that you'll grant it. May she be healed tonight. Now lay hands upon her in Jesus' name for her healing. Amen. God bless you, sister. Go happy, rejoicing. Be thankful to God and you'll get well. Let's say thanks be to God. Come here. Do you believe, sister, with all your heart, if the Holy Spirit will reveal to me just what your trouble is, one thing, will you accept your healing? You have a tumor. Is that right? That's right. All right. Now go believe with all your heart and you'll get well. God bless this woman who I bless in Jesus Christ's name. May she be healed. Amen. Have faith, everybody. All right. Do you believe, sister? You do. Are we strangers to each other? If the Holy Spirit would tell me just what your trouble is, just, just go like you said to the woman. Go get your husband. That's settled it. See? She said he told me everything, but he didn't. He only told her one thing. But he could have told her everything if God would have showed him. But if he just tell me what's wrong with you without any farther going into your family or your back life or anything, would you just accept him as your healer tonight? You have one of the most dangerous diseases there is in the, in the world. Kills more people than anything else. Heart trouble. Is that right? Would you accept your healing now? Lord Jesus, I pray that you heal our sister. May she go from here tonight and get well. In Jesus Christ's name, I ask it. Amen. I, you know, you promised me you'd believe. Now go rejoicing, thanking God for your healing. That's the way, to, that's the way you get healed. Is thanking God for your healing. <clears throat> How do you do, sister? You believe the same way she does. You believe? There's somebody right in there who's got a blood condition. It's that woman sitting right there, I think. Isn't that right, sister? Kind of anemic or... Is that right? I see you like kept coming over your hangover. It seemed like a dripping in the blood. Like a, Yes. Stand up. I believe you're healed right there, sister. I believe you're healed. You just saying. God bless you. I could see it. I couldn't tell where is that. It's kind of a darkening condition over there. And I couldn't tell just what it was. He's moved twice. He moved from the platform. Go right out and hang over that woman there. And I could see like blood moving. I couldn't tell what it was. You stand here and look to you. It's hard to see you. Because it's kind of a dark in there. But I... Now, sister, if the Holy Spirit that can stand here and tell that woman there what, uh, what's wrong with her, if he tell what's wrong with you, would you accept your healing? You'd accept your healing and go out of here and say you're healed. Is that right? You suffer with cancer. Is that right? Then go do what you said. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, may she be healed. God bless you. All right, come. Do you believe with all your heart, sir? 
If God would just speak and say what was wrong with uh, you, would you believe and accept your healing? On that, on that basis, say, first, God's Word says so. And the next thing, the confirmation of the Holy Spirit would mean me. Is that right? Then it'd be for your case. Is that right? Is that true? Diabetes. That's right. Is that right? God bless you. Then go and be made well. Father, I pray that you'll heal the man in Jesus' name. May he never have to take insulin and may get well right away. And his doctor pronounce him cured in Jesus' name. God bless you, my brother. All right, sir. You're back trouble, haven't you, sister? All right, sir. Now go and be made well in the name of the Lord Jesus. Have faith in God. Can you believe him? Anybody out there that if you believe him, God will bring it to pass. Just have faith. Let your faith rise up now and say, Lord, you're here. If I know anything about God, if you have judged me right to be his servant, the Holy Spirit's moving across this audience now. See? Anything can take place. Only thing you have to do is believe. All right, come, lady. I see you sitting there with your blanket on you sitting down there. Could have called you before you come here and told you that tumor would leave you if you believe it. Do you believe it? Amen. God bless you. Then go and receive your healing in Jesus' name. God bless you, young lady. You're a very young girl to be suffering the way you are. You have diabetes. That's, that's bad when it's, is that right? And a child. But you believe Jesus stands here now? You believe He's here at this platform? You accept your healing? Say, Lord God, I'm going to be well. You do? Lord God, I rebuke the diabetes in the name of Jesus Christ. May it leave this child and may she get well. God bless you. See what your doctor says, maybe. All right. Of course, you're back trouble, sir. Go get well also. Amen. God bless you. Go make it. All right. Let's say thanks be to God. Amen. Have faith now. Don't doubt. And, and God will bring it to pass. Amen. All right. Come, lady. You'll be healed as of yourself, don't you? you got a little girl that wants, wants Is that right? Also, go both of you get well. God bless you. Go and be Let's say praise be to God. You believe with all your heart. God bless you. You believe in how God is here to make you? Go ahead. God bless you. Be made. Yes, sir. Both of you. Go and be made well in the name of the Lord. Sir, I see a man sitting right back there. There seems to be a dark circle. He's sitting right here looking towards me. Kind of a second man in that row sitting right back there. He's got a very strange thing. It's a, he's wanting to get rid of something. It's an evil spirit. And just when I, that man walked to jump from here, I thought it went to that. But don't you, have you got kind of a spirit that you kind of have a lust or something that you want to get over? Isn't that right? Stand up to your feet. He ridded you of that right then, brother. You're healed. Go home. The Lord Jesus. Let's see, did you have a prayer card, sir? You didn't have a prayer card. Well, you don't have to have a prayer card. Just, just have faith. Is that the end? Do the rest of you want to be healed? Do you believe, have you counted this right? Do you judge me right to be telling you the truth? Has God vindicated it's the truth? I'm your brother, and I've got to answer someday before God for you. Isn't that right? Now, there's not a person in here but what Jesus Christ has already healed. See? Now, He just does this to bring up your faith. Now, you do something for me, will you? How many sick people's in here? Raise your hands. That's sick. Now, you look and see whose hand next to you. Lay your hand over on one another. Will you do that? If God will hear my prayer here at the platform, He'll hear it all out through the audience there. Don't you think so? Now, let's bow our heads just a moment. Almighty God, Creator of heavens and earth, Author of everlasting life, 
giver of every good gift. I bring this audience of people to you tonight in this sitting here in this shivering weather. You see their hands laying on each other. Come out of them, Satan. Leave every one of them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Uh-huh.